hello and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Still I Rise. I'm your host and friend, Cherry Golightly. As a quick disclaimer, I am not a licensed therapist, psychologist, psychoanalyst, or psychiatrist, so please do not substitute this podcast for any mental health, therapy, or assistance that you feel that you may be in need of. In my podcast, I'm here to share my journey as a newly single mommy of two wonderful little boys. I was in a very toxic marriage of 11 years and just recently I decided that I was going to take my life back. Um, I will be sharing with you guys my journey as my new chapter unfolds. It's been very challenging and uplifting just been a very interesting journey so I'm here to help and hopefully empower those who find themselves in the same situation or a similar situation to gain that confidence and take their life back as well so once again thanks for listening Hello, good morning, happy Thursday. It's the seventh day of March. Wow. This is so crazy. It goes by so fast and I just, wow. (laughs) Oh my goodness, I can't believe it's Thursday already. I remember packing up for my trip last weekend and here we are. It's, it's amazing how fast things go and uh, how, not, how fast time goes and our weeks go and things. And honestly, it's like if we don't really pay attention, time will just pass us by. I have a few things that I wanted to share with you guys today. And I truly hope that everybody's having a fabulous week. If it's been tough, hang in there. Big hugs from me to you. Okay, so... I cannot wait. We'll talk a little bit more after our break. It is 9 o'clock in the morning. Good start. My son has a field trip today. I know he was really excited. He actually sprung out of bed. I really wish that he would spring out of bed on a daily basis and, you know, actually want to get up for school. But, you know, that's not always going to happen, is it? But he was very excited and... You know, my kids are such a joy. Every morning I wake up and sometimes for the last few days they've actually been sleeping in their own room, but I've had them back in my room uh, for whatever reason. I have no idea. I don't remember. And even though I probably only have a little bit of space on my bed and I probably don't sleep as comfortably and wake up with a stiff back or neck, it is totally worth it for me. I just enjoy having them and waking up next to them and everything, just knowing that they're safe. You know, my kids are a big part of my life. I, I cannot, you know, I cannot like even express with words, you know, how much they mean to me. It's like I appreciate and love them so much, especially with everything that's happened, uh, this journey that we've gone through. You know, truly, I I do believe that, you know, genuinely, they were the ones that were really there, you know, 
as a support. And of course, that should never be their burden. However, you know, they are there. And, you know, at this age, they understand everything that's been going on. And I, I really appreciate them for that. And, uh, you know, sometimes I do tend to really fall back on negative thoughts. So there was actually that something I wanted to share with you guys that I saw. It's a nice quote. It says, challenge. When a negative thought enters your mind, think three, pos- think three positive ones. Train yourself to flip the script. That's absolutely true. And just to share with you guys, you know, I am going through some more you know, surprises. Well, it's been interesting because I just recently found out that my ex-husband was involved in a, in an accident and my car insurance, my auto insurance had called me to notify me of it. And they were asking me about a claim. And I said, you know, I don't know anything about this. Um, apparently the car that he was driving was not his. I'm going to try to sugarcoat this as <laughs> much as I can so it doesn't sound like slander. Well, apparently it was a hit and run. And here we are. I think what's going to end up happening is I was very nervous though. I I think the end result of this is going to be my insurance premium increasing even though he's no longer on my on my policy and the irony of it was in September I was actually trying to get him off of my policy but the company was saying oh we cannot take him off because you know even if you guys are divorced or going through a divorce we can't do that because a lot of you know spouses like to be malicious and do that and you know we can't do that So lo and behold, a month after that, that's when that accident occurred. And I'm just like, wow, you know, it, it puts me in a very inconvenient position. And, you know, I have already had enough, you know, financial burdens due to his poor choices, if you will. And it does kind of anger me because I have my own side of the family who's defending him. And here I am going through all of these unnecessary, you know, events. And I'll be honest, how do I deal with it? I am tired of complaining. I'm tired of trying to point things out you know to my family and and trying to you know uh I'm tired of trying to defend myself and and say okay well this is why there's no point in it anymore because it doesn't you know I learned that at the end of the day it doesn't matter because they will find some kind of justification for why he's doing what he's doing and it's always going to be my fault. 
And uh, there's, you know, many people might think, are you sure? Maybe you should try to reason with them. And I'm like, look, this has been, you know, a, this has actually been a year or this is like years in the making. And you can't change something that's, you know, you can't change things that have been going on for this long. You truly cannot. And it's, it's been crazy. So with that being said, you know, I've learned to just accept what is and just fix the problem because the truth is nobody, nobody is going to care, especially if they're, you know, their mind is made up on the fact that you are the problem. You know, they want to think that, you know, things happen because of you. And if they believe the other party, and this is that fabulous smear campaign in the narcissist world, you're not going to get anywhere. So truly, there's no point in in saying anything anymore. You just go about your life and, and do things and just, you know, focus on more productive things and it's a problem that you're going to have to deal with. It's like having a flat tire. But you just go in there, you fix it, and you just call it a day. And it might take a while for you to fix it, but just deal with it. Because, you know, it's only going to make you stronger. Many people, like, you know, I mean, the mindset that, honestly, that I grew up with. Or, like, you know, and this is something that my ex-husband and, you know, my side of the family would say. They would say something along the lines of, well, you deserved it, and that's God's way of punishing you. It's kind of funny how judgmental people can be. It it just really blows my mind how they think that, you know, things that are going on in your life is actually a punishment. You know, uh, I at some point did believe that when I was growing up. And I will be honest, now I do not. No matter how bad things could be, whether it's a death of a family member, whether it's a divorce, whether it's, you know... It's just the process, you know, things happen in your life and even, you know, bad things could be disguised as a blessing. You just never know. And, you know, things will work out. And honestly, if you're doing good for other people and you know your intentions, you've got a kind heart, then I don't think you really have to worry about, you know, about that. I, I do believe in karma and there's also good karma. You know, nobody really talks about the good karma when I think we should really try to acknowledge that a whole lot more. But, you know, with that, with that, I I just have to say that, you know, even though I'm going through all of this, I'm a little bit nervous about what's to come of the results because I think, you know, that hit and run was very bad. I received the police reports. I'm not going to get too much into detail but I was looking at the medical records of these people and I am completely appalled by my ex-husband's, you know, uh, actions. He just, he, he injured these, these people and it's like, wow, you know, I just don't get it. I don't understand how he's allowed his own life to spiral now. You know, I will be told, I know that this is going to be a thing where I will be blamed for his actions. I will be, you know... They will say, well, you did this to him. Come on, folks. And if you ever find yourself in that situation where somebody is telling you that you are the one 
that caused all of this to happen, come on, you know that that is not true. And if you ever find yourself starting to believe that, I need you to get a grip. I'm kidding. But I need you to take a step back and understand that it's not you. You cannot control anybody else. You know, that right there, I believe, is the trademark of those of us that are code, you know, that's a trademark, you know, uh, thought and action that us codependents tend to do is we are, we're like, okay, well, could I have controlled or made a difference with this? Had I, had I done this, could this had happened, you know, and I'll be honest, you, you cannot control what other people do. You really cannot, you know, um, and that's the same thing as really just, you know, when I see people judge other people based on their life, and that's the thing too, um, with social media, it's like people start, you know, it could be a positive thing, but it could also be a very negative thing. But one thing that I've noticed is there's, you know, and I'm not going to say who, but you know, somebody that I was very close to, they will go on other people's pages and they'll, they'll start like, you know, they're very judgmental of other people's lives, very critical of other people's lives. And it's just like, why can't you just live and let live? They, they have their thoughts based on their quote unquote, um, morals and their values and stuff. But you know, the, the irony of it is these are the same people that basically, have very shady and, um, you know, like questionable intentions where it's just like, wait a minute, hold on here. It's like that phrase, the pot calling the kettle black, if you will. But I'm going to leave that alone. You know, I found that, you know, I try not to be, even those that try, try to criticize me of how I'm living my life, I will be 100% honest. I, you know, I, there's no point in me calling them out on their, you know, on their stuff. It's really pointless, truly. So I, I just say, you know what, just live your life. Oh, and here's another thing I wanted to share with you guys. I thought this was cute, but also very funny. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. It's... I'm at that stage of my life where I keep myself out of arguments. Even if you tell me one plus one equals five, you're absolutely correct. Enjoy. Live and let live. Let them enjoy whatever it is that they want to and you enjoy you. I'm really trying to get myself in that mindset where I have other things and priorities that I should be concerning myself with and not other people's thoughts about me or how I'm living. And, you know, it's like, I don't need any validation. We seek validation, but make sure you're seeking validation from the right people. Make sure you're seeking validation from yourself because at the end of the day, everybody else's opinions, they do help. However, you know, everybody has different views. So, you know, the validation that you seek at the end of the day has to be yours because it's your life and how is it that you're making yourself happy? Are you making yourself happy? You know, um, when you, let's say for example, just throwing this out there, when you have 
you're shopping and you're like, should I get this, these pairs of shoes or these pairs of shoes? Knowing that you actually want the ones that you're holding on to on your left hand, somebody says, okay, I'm going to get, you know, I think you should get the right, the ones on the right. And you're like, wow, okay, uh, yeah, you're right. I'll get the ones on the right. They, they do look good, but you're in the back of your mind, you wanted the ones that you were holding on the left. And, you know, you, you realize, you know, when you get home, you purchase that, you're just like, oh my God, I probably should have gotten the other ones because I like these. But why did you choose the other ones? Because whoever you, you asked their opinion of, you know, it, they told you to get the ones on the right. So, you know, at the end of the day, you got to make sure that you are happy with the decisions that you've made. And, you know, we make things so complicated instead of actually like, okay, well, making an, you know, making a decision stress-free, you know, we tend to complicate, complicate things and, you know, we're like, okay, we, we prolong the process of making the decision and there you go. And sometimes, yes, you have to think things through before you make a decision, especially the big decisions. But, you know, when you're put in a position where you have to make these decisions on your own, you know, you just got to trust your gut. And if it's one of those ones that are very complex, close your eyes, ask for guidance and say, please guide me through this so I can make the right choice or not the right. I'm going to stop saying right and wrong, but the best choice for me and my family. And you'll be guided that way. I believe that's the best way. I'm going to take another short break and I will return in just a moment. So just, I'll see you guys in just a little bit. So I am back. (laughs) Thank you guys for allowing me to take that short break. I had quite a few things that I needed to take care of very briefly. What I was saying was, you know, as far as making decisions, we should not have to rely on others' opinions. You know, they matter. However, don't make your ultimate decision based off of somebody else's opinion. It should be how you feel because at the end of the day, you will be the one that's living with, you know, the decision that you've made. And it's funny because I've been threatened with that quite a bit. I've been told, well, you better really think hard before, you know, it's too late because, you know, you're going to regret it. This is how I think things through. I think about how I'm feeling at that present moment. I really take that time to, you know, just... you know, really acknowledge how I'm feeling, Um, you know, or be aware of how I'm feeling at that moment, whether it's like, do I feel safe? Do I feel that my state of mind is compromised or my peace of mind is compromised? You know, and if I feel that it's no good, then, you know, there's no point in me sticking around for that, you know, and it's funny that some people will, I'm using the example of kind of taking, you know, a break from certain people, okay? A lot of them think that, oh, okay, well, you know, you're going to regret this because 
you're not going to be around, you know, you're not going to be around us or me or whatever the case may be and X, Y, Z. And, you know, you don't want to put them in that position, of course, where, you know, I think this is also a trademark characteristic of a codependent. You don't want to make them feel bad. So you then in turn compromise your own peace of mind and, you know, you tend to put yourself in that position where you're like, oh my gosh, I really don't want to deal with this. Like, do you ever find yourself like at a family gathering or any type of gathering could, you know, and you are like, I really didn't want to come here, but I just showed face because of, you know, I I don't want to make anybody feel bad or I don't want to hear it. So what do we do? We appease people, right? So when we appease people because, you know, we're trying to avoid conflict, are we really helping ourselves in the long run? I I think we're kind of hurting ourselves more. And that's something that I've learned because I will say, my friends, I've been guilty of that. I'd be like, well, I better show face. You know, I'd better, you know, I'd better do this because I don't want to upset anybody. But at the end of the day, I ask myself, do these people even matter or does it not Do these people even care whether or not I'm upset? They're so quick to tell me, oh, okay, well, this is how you made me feel. But yet, you know, you know exactly what you're doing. You know that you're not out trying to hurt anybody. But, you know, these people are upset with you because you're not living your life the way they think you ought to be living your life. They don't own you. You know, and I'm talking to the people that are... You know, whether it be a spouse, ex-spouse, a mom, a dad, a sibling, friends, whatever the case may be. You know, I think that everybody should be focused on living their own life and, you know, going through their own journey and embracing it. That, that's where the happiness is. You know, it's like, and then when they, when they seek or they end up achieving any type of success or Anything that's positive, we should all be happy for them, I believe. So, you know, I'm yet, I still yet to, you know, go through all of those, uh, and excuse me, my friends, I'm actually doing my laundry right now. (laughs) Because you guys know, busy mom. It never stops. But, as I was saying, you know, you should be entitled or, you know, free to live your life as you please. That should never be looked upon as something bad or you should never be looked down because you are doing as you please and you forget about others. It's not the fact that you forget about others, but if they cannot respect and you know honor your wishes then there you have it you only have one life you know and it's like as you're living you should enjoy it you have the right to enjoy it you know I think that that's something that I've struggled with my entire life was basically having the ability to take ownership of my own life 
and you know constantly having to feel guilty for wanting to do things as you know what I mean like having to find that peace and you know just being happy with where I'm at where I'm currently at and just how things are uh I've gone through so much where you know I'd be like well I want to do this and I was told well that that's wrong you can't do that and I think that's another reason why I'm like I don't want to say right or wrong because who are we to judge what's right or wrong you know everybody's different and we have to embrace and accept everybody's you know like difference and that's a big issue there is like people who judge based off of indifference and just you know I think I you know I I am carrying a lot on my on my chest right now and I do apologize if it seems like I'm ranting but you know, this is where it's at. This is where it's been. This is where my journey is. And, you know, it has been rather quiet on my end. I haven't had any disturbing text messages or anything of that nature, which I'm thankful for. Um, as crazy as this sounds, you know, even though I am being burdened with the, you know, insurance stuff due to my ex-husband's, you know, hit and run accident, I'll be honest, I prefer that over, you know, the threatening text messages or the, you know, the gaslighting text messages because I don't want to deal with that. You know, I'd rather just because uh, I'm stammering here, you know, I believe that, yes, those things are a headache, but I'd rather deal with, in a sense, this is not natural, but you know, the inevitable things of life, even though this is kind of like ridiculous that I'm having to deal with this, I'd rather have to deal with a situation than a person, if that makes any type of sense. This is how I'd rather be. Like, I would rather have the opportunity to solve problems. Because when you're dealing with situations, you can solve those problems. But when you're dealing with people, the only way to solve that problem, if, you know, if they're not willing to communicate truly, is to, is to walk away. If you're dealing with... If you're dealing with, um, like, again, a situation or, you know, a circumstance, you have the ability to navigate through those problems or through different resources to solve those problems or to come up with some kind of, you know, reasonable solution for those problems versus having to, you know, trying, you know, giving yourself a headache trying to change somebody because you can't change people they have to choose to change and want to change if they feel they you don't need to change and I believe that really 
like for myself, I know that I have a lot of work to do. I'm a student. Every day I learn something new. Every day I learn something new about life, how to deal with things, and just, you know, how to be happy. So one thing I wanted to share with you guys is even though I am going through quite a bit of things currently, I see that there's a lot of blessings that are coming my way. As in, well, not just coming my way, but I do have quite a bit of blessings. And there's been some positive things going on, even though they may seem small. It's there. For example, like that thing I had just, that quote I had just read about that challenge. You know, when a negative thought comes into your head, think of three positive things and try to change, you know, shift your way of thinking. For example, my kids came home with their report cards yesterday. Oh boy. Those of us that are parents, we know how that is. We know that it's like, oh my gosh, what is this? You know, because let's be honest, (laughs) you know, their grades also are a reflection of how we are guiding them or, you know what I mean? Whether we're putting enough time and yes. So (laughs) you guys catch my drift. And with that being said, I'm always nervous to look at that. I think I'm just as nervous as my boys for that. And it was kind of funny because I have to share with you guys. It was actually very cute, sort of. My oldest was trying to delay showing me his report card. He was just like, no, 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 no. I got to eat first and then I'll show you. I'm like, just show it to me. So it's like eventually... He didn't open it, actually. He had no idea what his report card was going to look like. And so when he finally showed it to me, I was like, oh, you know what? It's actually not that bad. He bumped up a letter grade from last trimester, you know, and for math. And I'm truly proud of him. And, you know, it's like this morning I was thinking, oh, my gosh. I have a few more worries my way and I started thinking about some negative thoughts or just worries not negative but yeah worries worries like wow you know how am I going to deal with this how's this and that but I realized that as I was taking my boys to school and I see their smiling faces of course I'm worried because I don't want to fail and fall on my face as I have these kids you know that I have to take care of So what I ended up thinking about was, you know, I remembered their report card. And as I got home, I was on the phone with my boyfriend and I said, you know what? The kids actually have have been doing really well in school. It could be better. I guess that's just the Asian parent in me. (laughs) But it could be better. However, they've come a long way since we were living with my ex-husband because the grades that they had, they were close to failing already. And I remember, you know, talking to my ex-husband and telling him I'm worried. You know, I, I remember even telling him all of the nonsense that we're putting the kids through. We've been so focused on ourselves. He agreed, but of course his nonsense never stopped. And, you know, I've noticed a big change in my boys. My boys have definitely, you know, flourished into 
very bright and matured young men. Yes, they can be they can be terrorizers at times, <laughs> but I love them. And I know that, you know, it's like that they're kids, but I do understand that they're you know, they're I'm very lucky to have them. Because they're so mature, even though honestly, I believe that you know, they matured a little bit too quickly for their, you know, just based off of everything that, you know, they've gone through. But, you know, they've they've taken it very well. And, you know, I mean, honestly, I think my side of the family thinks that they're broken and unhappy and jacked up. But I know my children probably the best, you know, and... Like I said before, being a single mom has really given me the opportunity to really embrace motherhood, to really embrace being a mom and, you know, just focus on them. Um, You know, I've gotten criticized for having a relationship very, you know, early on in this process. And many were concerned that I might lose sight of, you know, where my goals are and basically not have the ability to balance, you know, having, you know, a new relationship and taking care of my children. But I can say that I haven't failed on that. I can say that, you know, I know for a fact that my children have always come first. I've made it very clear when I first started this relationship and I'm actually very blessed because you know, even though it's still in the early stages, you know, it's been great because I noticed that, you know, there's a big understanding and, you know, I see how the relationship between, you know, my boyfriend and my sons are also flourishing. You know, they are really starting to adore each other and um, you know it's a very sore topic I know because many people will say "Uh, are you guys you know actually somebody I'm not gonna name any names but somebody had said what are you doing are you trying to be like the Brady Bunch hey the Brady Bunch was a huge hit you know basically I think that was ahead you know that show was ahead of their times because not a lot of people would talk about that. I mean, I'm not sure if these two were widows. I, I totally don't remember. But, you know, it was the first show about a blended family. And, you know, I've seen so many families that, you know, have merged together and they've been fine. And, you know, it's all about how the environment is afterwards, you know, and... I'll be honest, at times I still do feel like, okay, is this okay? I'm not sure. Because I was basically, it was put in my head that this is not normal. Many people are very old-fashioned and they think that you should try to work on your marriage. And, you know, despite how bad things are and it's not good if, like, you know, you guys are just beating each other up, you know, whether it's literally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and just... 
any type of negativity where, you know, the person is no longer, you know, concerned with your well-being or how you feel. And, you know, this is somebody from the outside looking in telling you, well, I think you're not really going through all of that. They think that, you know, you're, you're probably exaggerating the whole situation. And, you know, because your narc basically is playing themselves up really good. You know what it, you know the deal, so you don't have to worry about it. I know that's easier said than done, but that's something that we're going to exercise and get through together. You know, I talk about these things because it serves as a reminder to me as well. You know, I, I look at my life, how far I've come, not just me, but my boys. I look at the difference in how I see things. And I've looked at old videos of how I was and I realized how much that I've changed for the better. I really try to keep myself grounded to where I do not, you know, I I don't want to lose myself. And even as I become a stronger person, that doesn't mean I'm going to tear other people down. As I become a stronger person, I want to continue to help others. That's my goal. And for those that are going through some things as I was, don't be afraid. Stand your ground and everything will be fine. Be brave. I believe that's all I have for today. I hope that you guys have a fabulous Thursday. If you have not meditated today, make sure you do so. Or pray, whatever works for you. Just remember that there's beauty all around us. And remember that you're beautiful. Understand that you're not alone. And understand that there's other people out there who are going to need you. Maybe not now, but possibly later. You have to stay strong for yourself and for your loved ones. Don't give up hope. Don't lose faith. Because your time will come. If it has not, it will. Just keep going. Don't sit down. Don't stop. Don't plan on staying in that dark spot. Everything will be okay. We'll get through this together. As you're going through this process, please, please, please be kind to yourself. Talk to yourself. Embrace yourself and love yourself. Until next time, I'm Cherry Golightly. Thank you for listening.